This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post game podcast. You are looking live. No, what well, you're listening to a podcast instead, actually. Uh, it's Jerry and Al with you on a Thursday. Al feels like it's Friday, but it's not. It's Thursday. I feel like it's Wednesday kind of leading into a Thursday, and it's Thursday. For many weeks now, I've always felt like there's been an extra weekday thrown in there. Because the work week really should be four days, let's be four honest. Four days. We That'd should be get terrific. three off. Yours was four days. Uh, this will be, yes. I'm thinking of taking Monday off again. Monday as well? Just Fridays and Mondays from here on out? I think that would be awesome. If we could work it out that every week we're off Monday. Right. Work Tuesday through Friday. That would be great. That would be awesome. Yeah. Not going to happen, though. Who do we speak to? Mark Chernoff. All right. We'd like 52 days off a year. See if you could get me a meeting with him immediately, Jerry. Jerry, I have a couple quality stories here for you. This first one I like, uh, it's about those uh, dating apps where you swipe right. That Tinder? Uh, Tinder's one of them. I guess there's a couple. Oh, there's another one? I think there's a, you know, once something uh, uh, becomes a thing, uh, there's a ripoff uh, artist. But this is um, the swipe, the right swipe is a good thing, right? So I don't you, know, Al. If, you tell me. If you see someone that you like, you swipe right. So what this study has done, it looked at all of the people that people swipe right on to see what jobs they had listed and if their job made them more right swipeable. You follow? The job could be more prestigious, which could mean more money. Correct. Right. So these are jobs, you know, people can look sexy and you'll swipe right on them, Jerry. Jobs that people have can also look sexy. And they get swiped right so just there, based solely on their job. So there could be a guy who, let's say, is five foot six, correct, two hundred and thirty eight pounds, mm-hmm. going bald, yeah, has four chins, that. but lists himself as a hedge fund manager, yeah. 
and he will be swiped right many times. And it's funny, too, to look at, uh, you know, they, they I have the list of uh, jobs that men have that get swiped right more and jobs that women have. Okay. I think I kind of know what the jobs the men will have. I'm very interested in the really? women jobs. All right. So the men's jobs that women like on these dating apps. Top no- five answers on the board. Number Survey one says. Number one, a little surprising until you think about it. Chef. Um, that. Yeah, that's as far as a woman wants. Uh, they 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 think a chef is a sexy job. They want a man that can cook for them. Yeah, cook okay. good meals. All right, that, I get that. All right. Uh, number two is an engineer. I could it see that. Sound, you know why? It sounds great. It sounds like a job where you're making a lot of money, and it might be. I don't know. You would love to say if you were a woman to say, "Oh, my boyfriend, he's an engineer." Wouldn't it be awesome if like she had that really cool thought of what that is, right? And then they get together. And all of a sudden, he puts, like, his train conductor cap on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm legitimately, I'm an engineer at NJ Transit. <laughs> uh, number three. Not that there's anything wrong with that, by the I way. I would love to do that. I know you would. Number three, entrepreneur, which to me sounds like I don't have a job. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I don't have a job, but I'm I'm trying to come up with, like, ideas for jobs. I don't think you should be allowed to call yourself an entrepreneur right. unless you don't have a job and you're still making six figures. Right. Right. If you're creating things and selling them to companies, that's an entrepreneur. Or you have your own business. I don't care what or you're your own doing. Business. You've got to be making your own money, and it's got to be six figures to right. call yourself an entrepreneur. Otherwise, what are we? So making your own money, six figures, entrepreneur. Correct. I agree with that, Jerry. All right. Well, good. All right. Number four, marketing, which is sounds what like that could mean? be anything. Right. And number five, artist. Oh, Jesus. Again, that's a job that's not a real job. Would you consider yourself... An update artist. Uh, no. A podcast artist. Nope. Hmm? Artist in no sense. Okay. Here, I'm, Jerry, I'm very interested in the women ones. Here, these are the jobs that men saw of women, and they swiped right. These are the jobs the women had. Let me get. Can I guess? Yeah. Masseuse. <laughs> That's a good one. That's not on the That's top five. That's not on five. the list? No. Really? See, now I don't know. What's, does swipe right mean you're looking for a girlfriend or a knight? I I think these are a night. Okay, in these, stripper. These things. The first one, Jerry, is hairdresser. Not a stripper. Not a stripper. All these right, are jobs girl. men want women to have that they swipe right on. Is that gonna now? Is nail girl gonna come in as a separate one, or is that no, part of? That's part of hairdresser. All right. Number two, nurse. Okay, teacher. Uh, nope. Uh, a teacher number five. Right. A lawyer number three. Really. And number four, entrepreneur. Come Again on. with the entrepreneur. That's not a real thing. Whenever I when I did online dating a number of years ago, if I saw somebody's job listing as entrepreneur, that's look that was unemployed. That was a red flag for you. Yeah. Have you seen this new show about dating? It's I it's I forget the name of it. It's extreme dating, maybe something like that. I've not seen this. No. Where thirty year old men are with 70-year-old women. I've not seen that. 70-year-old no. men are with 30-year-old women. If it seems too fake, I'm not interested. I'm not sure that it is. If it seems real, like they're legitimately interested, that I'm, I would watch that. The scenes I've seen look legit, but then again, with all this quote-unquote reality TV, right. who knows if they're acting or not. But it looks bizarre. It's like you dating your mom's best friend. My mom's best friend, right. And you're actually old for that. Right. It could almost be your son. I take that back because, yeah, you're 48. So if you had a son that was 25, which right. is in theory possible, possible, very possible, not probably, it'd be like your son dating your mom's best friend. 
my mom's best friend, right? Sure. Well, I can't say your mom. That'd be disgusting. That would then she's married. Right. Well, that too. Other than those, other than that item, Jerry. What job would have you swiping right? Uh, just on on a woman's. Uh, <laughs> yes, Al. I'd like you to swipe right on a woman. No, <laughs> yes. Uh, what job would be interesting? Yeah, if you to saw me? it. What would you be like? You know what? I would want to take her out on a date. Hmm. And I'm not talking about just a night out. I'm talking about like. You're looking for the next, or for the first, actually, Mrs. Dukes. Yeah, that's interesting because um, a nurse, I would be afraid to get a disease from the hospital oh where God. she works. Are you kidding me? No. A teacher of young kids, I would think, well, those kids are always sick. She's going to get sick. I'm going to get sick. You're basically looking for your right hand. A lawyer. I mean, good Lord. Seems like. They make a lot more money than you. A lot more money, and it seems like a lot of uh, reading books at night. So boring. Not interested. Okay. Hmm. How guess, about this? Fitness instructor. Too much pressure now. I've got to be fit. Oh, my God. Would you go for the chef? Oh, okay. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> chef. So you want a woman that's going to cook for you. Pastry. Would help if she would clean, too. Yeah. So basically, you'd like to take a time machine to 1938. 19, that'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we could get that done, Jerry. Jerry, I have a Florida story for you. Oh, this must be awesome. Palm Beach, Florida. By the way, we'll probably... Never mind. Go ahead. Authorities in Florida said deputies responded to a 911 call from a woman who discovered a an opossum in her bedroom. A possum or mm-hmm. an opossum? What the hell's the difference? That I'm not sure. Okay. But it's a possum. I guess in some areas of the country we say opossum and sometimes we say possum. There's got to be a difference. A uh, 53-year-old single woman went into her bedroom and spotted a possum in her bedroom. Quote, it was so cute last night, he's little, but I don't know if it's the same one now. So there was a little one in her bedroom the one night, and she had no problem with that. The next night, there was a larger possum in her bedroom. She said the possum peed on her bed before climbing on her nightstand. I'm sure. Hmm. I'm looking at pictures of these things. Yeah. Ugh. And the sheriff's office said, quote, the baby possum was taken into custody without incident and released back to his parents with a stern warning. Oh, they're being hilarious. I would not want a possum in my bedroom. I know. I'm looking at a photo of one of these things. Those are the things we run over with our cars here in the... Pooping yourself. Oh, yeah. They have, like, rat... Like... Yes, the faces. They have, like, ugly person faces on a rat body. And fangs. Dude. And this dis- thing looks like it'll nibber your, your, your yaya's off. And disgusting curled up tails and... Yeah, this would not be good, actually. Yeah. This would be really bad. Oh, my I would God. have no interest in that, Jerry. No, I don't think you would. You'd awesome. be miserable. Holy cow. Awesome. I have another uh, sort of... Uh, Animal-type story. Cincinnati, Ohio. There's something there called the Crone Conservatory. All right. It's a place where they have rare butterflies, and you could go look at them. Sounds fun. Police are investigating a theft that took place. Of butterflies? The suspect entered the butterfly exhibit and stole a rare blue morpho-African butterfly. What is wrong with people? Yeah. Stole it. Imagine if butterflies were your life. Because there are people out there that their life or some sort of insects or mm-hmm. their life is baseball and some people their life would be butterflies. Yes. Seems peaceful. Yeah. It does seem peaceful. 
butterflies seem nice. You could be a horticulturist. Yeah. Is that a word? I bet you they're like, if if your business involves just dealing with butterflies and You'd things, probably make millions of dollars because you'd find all the butterfly freaks that right. would just... But you know, like all of your... You know the the signs, the the fun things you have in your office on your walls will be things like, if your job doesn't give you butterflies, you're in the wrong business. <laughs> so stupid. Yes, the li- the house is probably littered with butterfly yeah. art. You're probably right about that. Remember, you remember years ago, my first couple of years on the show with Boomer and Craig. I don't know why the hell I ever came up with it or how. I think because it was like Natural Tree Day or something. Natural Tree Day, I came day, up with yeah. those videos of those girls that were crying over the trees that were dying and being cut down. Remember that? She was like really kind whining remember and crying. That, yeah. I feel like people that like butterflies might be like that too. Mm. With the passing of a butterfly feels like one of their own is gone. There are also people that believe that the butterfly is a relative from a previous time. In other words... So they're ghosts? Sort of. That the butterflies embody the spirit of someone in our lives that passed. That you wouldn't normally run into a butterfly unless it was a former friend or family member trying to connect with you here on Earth. So if you go to a butterfly zoo or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it's called, you must just have been, oh, Aunt nope. Edna, Uncle Billy. Hey, look, it's Michael. Right? Crazy. Hey, Grandma Jones. Grandma Jones. I don't know. Maybe if you, this would be interesting. If you went to a butterfly conservatory that was filled with butterflies and there was one butterfly in particular that kept trying to connect with you, then you would be a believer. I would not be a believer. If there were hundreds of butterflies. I would not be a believer. And one, I would think it likes the scent of the cologne. And one butterfly just kept trying to connect with you, Jerry. You wouldn't be like, that's Grandma Jones, as you put it before? <laughs> How would you know? I don't know. Are you going to talk to it? No, I think it's a feeling you get being around the butterfly. Right. I bet you Eddie probably has butterflies in his house. And he's just floating around. they're from space. In the shower, just butterflies. Sure. He believes be. they're from space. Could be. Butterflies from outer they're space. They're really aliens. So if you see this uh, very rare butterfly in the Cincinnati area... I'm Please never going to be in Cincinnati. Ne- unless I'm calling a game for Rutgers, I honestly don't ever see myself in Cincinnati. I'm just saying. It would be the two ways. Okay. All right? Cowboys, Bengals, all and right. I get to do the game because Kevin Ray either quits or can't go. Mets, Reds, I take my son and my boys to the game. Or Rutgers plays somewhere, not Ohio State, that's not near Cincinnati. The Bearcats. Fair. They play they, perfect. Beyond that. I'm never going to be in Cincinnati. Right. I don't see it. Hmm. You think you're going to put that on your vacation list? The the Natty? Well, oh, yeah, not. as we call it here in the Northeast, the Natty. I would not. I would not go to the Natty. Right. Probably a lovely city. Yeah. But I just don't see it happening. That's true. No real reason to I'm probably to go not there. going to the Butterfly Conservatory if well, I am there. If you do, do not steal one. Do you have any interest in knowing about your past? Uh, like not a past you. life? Yeah. Yeah, I would like that. Like, in what part of your family history was around in the 1700s, and where were they? What mm-hmm. were they doing? Yeah, I would like to know that. Yeah, me too. Do 23 and me? Ancestry? Ancestry.com. But I want more than that. Like, I want a time machine. Like, I want to see it. You know? Yeah, I want to see it too. I'm not so much interested in just saying, well, this person was your great, 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 great uncle who yeah. was, you know, in theory related to 
Ben Franklin. And That's not what I'm looking for. You're 23% Scottish. Great. <laughs> what does that get me? I want to see the guy who is Scottish. <laughs> That's right. I want to see him on the stuff. links playing golf yeah. with his mashie. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, I'm with you. Be I would cool. like to see that. Absolutely. Yeah. Jerry, uh, Southwest Airlines has had some troubles the last few days. Yeah. A passenger was um, almost sucked out of a plane and ended up passing. Uh, in addition, a Florida woman is angry at Southwest Airline, Airlines, claiming that they lost luggage of hers that contained her 97-year-old mother's fake foot. I don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really issued this complaint the day after they lost a passenger. I mean, really. Probably terrible timing. You think? Yeah. She said, quote, I feel like they robbed me, and it's the principle. In today's technology, they should not lose luggage for two weeks. I wanted my mom, I wanted to witness my mom putting on that shoe. I wanted to dance with her, just to hold her and see that excitement and listen to her laughter. I understand. She can get another shoe. The other woman lost her life. Correct. Timing is hideous. This woman says she paid more than... Oh, boy. This is going to be some number. I don't think I've ever seen you laugh like this. Are you okay? Oh, my God. Um, Well, she paid more than $500 for the flight to Belize and an additional $75 for the luggage carrying the foot, the fake foot. Uh, She says that Southwest has offered to pay half of the amount, but she really wants a complimentary round-trip ticket to Belize. How does that solve the foot problem? Uh, it doesn't, right? Okay, so she's after a free trip. She's looking for a free trip. Okay, let's drop dead. How about that? I mean, give me a break. Well, she wanted to see her mother dance with the new foot. That's what she said. Timing in life is everything, lady. Did you see the lawsuit of the woman from the lightning game from Saturday? I did see a woman got hit in the face with a puck. Yeah, Sabrina Patty is her name, I believe. And what's her story? Um, She does not think that the games are... Safe enough. Well, if you get hit in the face with a puck, probably. As I'm with her on, on that Facebook one. Put, I mean, people are brutal. Yeah. Someone on Facebook wrote, uh, put the damn phone down. <laughs> now, that is a problem at these games, and it's not a woman thing. It is a fan thing. They're looking at their phones. Everybody is on their phone almost nonstop. And then a, a puck comes screaming if by. you are not paying attention at a hockey game, you're an idiot. I'm not saying she was or she wasn't. I don't know. But I do know I am stunned that more people do not get hit by pucks in the crowd right? because of how little some pay attention. Right. It doesn't take much. You look down for one second, you look up, and the puck's in your face. And that's kind of the way it goes. But it was in, it's interesting, though, because I believe they're suing the Lightning. Really? When it says, I mean, anytime you ever go into these arenas, they tell you if you're not comfortable with where you're sitting, they will move you. You're the one that picked out that seat on a map. On a stadium map, an arena map, you sat yourself there. It's kind of like the foul ball thing. Now, I think baseball did the right thing with the net. Hockey's put nets up too. But my God, it's don't sit there. Go right. sit in the upper deck. Terrible. Yeah, it seems like Terrible. even though there's warnings everywhere, you can still sue people. You can people. still sue them. What's the point then? 
Honestly. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the point is. Uh, I know it's crazy. Now then uh this morning on the drive in, Jerry, you were telling me about a uh a a gynecologist statue that uh there's a problem with. There's uh the father of gynecology, that's what he's named. I'm the gonna... father of gynecology. Statue. This Hold is the man who invented gynecology. Yes. If you I'm, could imagine. I'm getting his name right now. All right. Gyna. Now you were relaying the story to me is that there's a statue of this man. Father of gynecology statue. His okay. name was James Marion Sims. All right. So this is going to be, it's in Central Park. Someone has to explain to me whoever thought it was a good idea to make a statue of this low life anyway. The gyne- father of gynecology. Like, why does that get a statue? Are we going to get Mike and Chris statues in Central Park for being the godfathers of sports radio oh. as we know it today? Who do we talk to? Right. Ghostbusters. So this guy, and you talk about a brutal history. They're removing his statue. The father of gynecology has yes. a bad history? Horrendous history. Really? Yes. So they've just discovered this and they're wondering why I there guess, was ever a I guess statue. someone dug deep into his history. So this was from the 18... He did experimental surgeries in the 1840s. Experimental gynecological? enslaved black women. Good Lord. Right. Yeah. And so... A lot of the stories you are reading about this guy is just whoever thought this was a good idea, he should be removed from whatever power he's got. And he's probably dead anyway now, right? Because the statue is probably from years ago. Absolutely. But I mean, get it, go away. How about this? Take it down just because it's stupid. So he 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 was the godfather or the father of a guy in ecology, but the way he got into the business was very unethical. Well, he did an apprenticeship for what amounted to probably six weeks and studied for, I believe, three months and then opened the practice, I think, as a general doctor. And then as the story goes that I read, a woman fell off a horse and she injured her area. Okay. And he needed a way to find out what was wrong. And so he made, as the story says, he bent her over a table and had to get a look so he couldn't do it without some sort of help. So he designed, God knows in the 1840s what the hell that looked like, he designed an instrument that would help him get up there and look. Okay. And then he decided that would be the area of expertise so he would go into. an expert in that. And as it says, he did a lot of experimental procedures on enslaved black women. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. I see. So that statue's. Either down or coming down. And as you said, why is there a gynecological would, statue yes. up anyway? Do we have the guy that, you know, I don't know, created Wonder Bread? Does he get a statue, too? He does not. I mean, that's done wonders for people, right? Hey, Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread. Let's give him a statue. Right. Is the first cardiologist, does he have a statue? No, he should. It sounds like he deserves one. I mean, my God. So, I mean, you should get a statue for being like the father of podcasting I wouldn't mind that. Anyway. I don't know why you just decided to end with that. Because I remember it, I couldn't recall the full story from our oh. drive-in, but I knew it had to do with a gynecologist guy who was, like, not good. Just Google James Marion Sims. That's All his right. name. Horrible. Horrible. Fair enough, horrible. Jerry. Uh, the warm-up show is we're next. We're done? Yeah, we're done. All right, I'll The warm-up show is next. It was terrific this morning. It is here. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. 
Use it on your roof already. All right, I hear it's Thursday morning. A very good Thursday morning to you. This portion sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Al Dukes, you're going to ride a horse. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. It's part of my Western wear that I wear occasionally. I like to change it up. Can't wear uh, T-shirts or uh, hoodies or quarter zip things every day, Jerry. So sometimes I'll wear a nice button down. A little cowboy hat and you'd look like you're ready for Arizona. Today's one of those days. Uh, I will say this, Jerry. I uh, I quit on the Mets yesterday. Did you really? The first inning. We're down 3 nothing. Yes. Oh, that's brutal. It is but embarrassing. They, they got it to within 3-2 by 8 o'clock. Right. But I'm saying when I when the Mets gave up that home run in the first inning, make it 3 nothing. they had already lost two games to the Nationals. Right. I was like, okay, this is going to be a sweep, and we'll regroup uh, when we get to Atlanta. And then I was pleasantly surprised when I was checked back in every now and then. All right, 3-2. And then? And then I saw the big uh, eighth inning. So you didn't hang in then? <laughs> I did not. Right. I I actually quit on them yesterday in the very first inning, mentally checked out on them. The, it's a good thing they didn't mentally check out. Yeah. The game was just like the first game. It really was. Now, it wasn't 6-1. It was 4-2 when they scored the... The nine runs. But, I mean, you look at that big monster inning. Twelve guys go to the plate. Shame on you, it Al is. Dukes. I, I, I should bring shame on me, Jerry. I did not feel good about that. The only thing I will say is when Mickey Calloway starts dry humping Paul Seawald in the first inning. Seawald, yeah. You're starting to think, oh, my God, this is going to be a long night. So I don't disagree with you and that the fans probably checked out. Like Evan Roberts must have been at the game just like, you know, his head in his hands saying, why am I paying the money to be here? When but, you said dry, that means uh, he got him up and ready to go he immediately. Got him up the first first inning. inning. Yeah, because Mats was all over the place. He was throwing ball after ball. He, you know, the, the guy's on base. He gives up the home run. So you start dry humping Seawald. Dry hump, I'm sorry. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my, Jerry. Uh, and then Seawald played a major part in this game. But I, you're not wrong in the first inning to think there's going to be a long night. I thought it was going to be a long night. And then uh, Matt's got pulled in the fourth inning for a pitch hitter yes, after well, he had kind of settled in. Bases were, uh, they were really good reasoning for it. Though. Good reason. not like that? No, I, th- I thought it was good reasoning. You got to get some runs. Yes. And then they didn't. But. Huge, right. They, that did not work <laughs> out. Uh, but all worked out in the end, Jerry. Now, th- I like this. Tonight, met the Mets go to Atlanta. The yes. Yankees are home to the Blue Jays. Right. We get a full hour between the start of the, the 635 start yeah. again. Yeah. And the Yankees have the 635 start half hour early. The Mets, for whatever reason, have a half hour later start than normal, 735. That's when Atlanta starts their game. Why? And Freddie Freeman might not. But well, all these games differ. Right, I think the White Sox start at seven eleven because 7-11. they have a sponsorship with seven eleven. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. At least they used to. I don't know if they still do, but the, it's what it is. You know, you can make up your time. The Yankees start usually they start at seven oh five. Seven oh five. Where the Yankee, the Mets start at seven ten. Seven ten. Listen, be happy. You get an hour no, of just the Yankees. I'm thrilled. An hour of the Yankees, then the Met game. That's exactly. If I could uh, do every game like that or every evening, that'd be perfect for me. Now, the NFL also announced, Jerry, that they're moving up their primetime game schedule, although I don't even understand the point of it. It's insignificant. Insignificant. Yeah, means nothing. They're moving up Monday Night Football by 15 minutes. Okay. All right. They're moving up Sunday Night Football by 10 minutes, and they're moving up Thursday Night Football 
five minutes. Here's what I would like. Eliminate Sunday night football and eliminate Thursday night football. Let's play Monday night football whenever the hell you want. Old school like it used to be. I was still fine with the 9 o'clock start on Monday night football. There was something about that prime time. You get a couple of sitcoms in. Yep. Nine o'clock, you start the game. And as a kid, you would wait until uh, halftime. You'd get your highlights. Then you go That's to bed. Right. That's right. Well, I actually had bedtime at 10, so I never 10. Really got to halftime as a kid. I could watch the Howard Cosell highlights. Then you wake up the next morning for school, and you look, you, uh, I don't know who you would check with, the local news. The newspaper. The new, or the local well, newscaster. ESPN was around. ESPN. At least for me. And they would tell you who uh, won. Remember we had the cable box with yeah. the wire? Yes. And then you would flip down three notches. USA was like, for me, was like the bottom left second channel, and you'd flip the things and back up all the way to the top for two, four, five. So for me, that was it. Get down, get ESPN on, and see who won. Did you ever try that thing uh, with the cable box? I bet you Eddie tried this. Uh, the cable box that uh, was not a remote control, but it's the box you're talking about that had a wire that went into the back of the box into the TV. Okay. And you'd had to push in the buttons to get the channel. That's exactly like what ESPN. That, that's what, exactly. That's what I'm just rehashing. And you had the three levels. Yes, three levels. If you put it up to the top level and hit uh, channels two, four, and five at one time, or they would two, all go four, down and seven. Time? Yeah, you had to force it. The Playboy channel would come in warped. <laughs> really? Discolored and warped. Warped or sort of like a negative image. Negative image. So it's We're, like watching the Shroud of Turin having sex. Yeah, it'd be like, it would be very wavy <laughs> and purple or green. Oh, yeah, we've all done that. But you would wait. Oh, yeah. I mean, our eyes, we must have all screwed up our eyeballs. How do you, how do you learn that you got to press in two, exactly. four, and seven right. all at the same time? Which before Google. Yes. I know. I, thank you, Ellie. I know that, but. Bef- before, Before the internet, yeah, but how? Where do you even come school. up with that? Uh, oh, someone, uh, one, one of the cool kids in school knew. One knew of the that. cool kids, yeah. Knew. And, so and, did you do lunch. that right in the family room? Because you didn't have cable in your room, did you? No, I didn't have family room. But they all they would go upstairs to watch the TV in there when I was watching, quote unquote, Monday night football, and also <laughs> punching at all the things and seeing a wavy nipple <laughs> go by. And somehow it worked. It did work. Well, it's kind of like. When you see a girl in a in lingerie as opposed to just fully naked, sometimes there's something more to Absolutely. the shot with the lingerie. Like I had to work to watch the Playboy channel back uh, then. Can I ask you a question? Yes, Jerry. No, nothing to do with wavy nipples. Just to the, You mentioned Ryan Zimmerman before. And yes. You're one of these guys that likes credit. You like to be recognized. Mm-hmm. So Ryan Zimmerman had the two home runs last night. He passed a milestone. I want to know if you think it's significant oh, or right. not. A no. worthy milestone. It's a worthy not. milestone. He became the all-time home run leader in a specific category for players whose last name started with Z. Yeah, I like that. Do you, you like that? <laughs> yes. You'd be into that. I would be into that. So if you if you hit all these home runs and you had the most home runs by anybody's last name that started with D, yes. you would take that as, look at me. I would, in a fun way, but I would like, I would put it out there. Now, do you know who he passed? Mm. Former Met. Former Met. Yes. Does uh, the coverage in SNY now sometimes. Starts with a Z. No, it starts with an X. <laughs> I know Pat Zachary was a Not pitcher. Not Pat Zachary, but look at you coming up with a player whose name he was a pitcher. Uh, Todd Zeal. Oh, right. Todd Zeal. He passed Todd Zeal. Now, if I asked you, could you come up with anybody else whose last name started with Z? Pat Zachary was the first one I thought of. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, there's been a multiple Zimmermans I'm aware of. Well, Jordan's a pitcher. Don Zimmerman. Don Zimmer. <laughs> you mean Don, Don Zimmer? Zimmer? <laughs> How about that one? Don Zimmer. That's good, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, I don't know. You can move on. All right. Uh, last night, Lightning Devils. Yeah. Now, 
I don't really have any strong hockey opinions for you. It was a great. It really was a great game. But uh, David Putty, the yes, guy, uh, who is actually actor Patrick he was Warburton, there. yeah, uh, known on Seinfeld as Elaine's boyfriend Putty, who once painted his face yep. as a New Jersey Devils and Did went to a night. went to a Ranger game. So he was at the the Rock last night, pumping up the crowd. Yep, had his face painted. Was screaming, "Where the devils?" <laughs> yes, he did. He even ripped his shirt off, and had the the D written on the D for <laughs> devils. Now I googled his age because he still looked pretty good. Yeah, he had that sitcom about uh, him and his wife and the friends next door. Yeah, he's a uh, fifty three. Okay, but still proud enough to rip your shirt he off in, same. in front of a crowd. Would you rip your shirt off in front of a crowd? Uh, if it was dark. No, no, <laughs> it wasn't dark where he was. No, I would not. You would not. I probably would Even not. Even if they were going to pay you $10,000. That's what I was wondering. What do you think he gets paid for an appearance like that? $10,000. Oh, Although man. he stayed for the game. Now, they showed him in the seats sitting with probably his agent, whoever it was, or maybe just a friend. I don't know if he stayed for the entire game, but Cangelosi and Danico certainly made mention of it. They showed it on MSG. And then, uh, you know, he had a throwaway line about, you know, still dating Elaine Bennis. And it was kind of funny. Imagine getting paid ten grand to paint your face as a devil's and go devil. Well, why not? You get paid that to go sit at car dealership sometimes on a Saturday <laughs> yeah, I in Long wish. Island. <laughs> I wish <laughs> that you're going. That's your starting rate these days. I'll take ten thousand dollars. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break. When we come back, we've got a lot more. This portion sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. You have enough things to worry about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Back with Boomer and Geo next here on the Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. Hi, right, welcome back. Good win for the Mets last night. They scored nine runs in the eighth inning, beat the Nationals, avoid the sweep. They're in Atlanta tonight. Yankees home for the Blue Jays tonight. Blue Jays, by the way, 12-5. and five. They won again. Devils lost to the Lightning 3-1. They're down, they are down three games to one. Al, you got about a minute and a half. All right, Jerry, I know you're not the biggest pro wrestling fan, but uh, Bruno Sammartino passed away yesterday. Sorry to hear that. He was a guy, though, to me, he had no... This was like the era of wrestling before there were real gimmicks. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just a guy, and he was the champion for like 11 years. Right. He wasn't wearing a mask. He's probably the first one I remember. He wasn't, uh, you know, a drill sergeant. He wasn't ripping his shirt off. Now, there was a big discussion in the newsroom. I'd love to know your take on that. Oh, yes. Evan and Monzo cornered Minko to say it has to be in the updates. Bruno Sammartino. Now, I would have thrown it in at the I end. I agree something to be mentioned on mm-hmm. the show. I would not I would not have thrown really? it. No, I would not. I would have at the end. Would you have broken into the show if you had heard that Bruno Sammartino no. passed? You wouldn't. No. You wouldn't have come running in and said, I would not. Boomer I mean, if Gio. that's the case, do we start giving WrestleMania updates? Uh, well, and then this is a little strange. Uh, a no? Well, I would say no. Okay. I would say no, right. but... Uh, Anthony in Belleville, yes. a guy who calls us. Yes. He sent me uh, a bunch of wrestling masks. Okay, that's kind of cool. Very cool. Uh, I'm 48 years old. I was uh, home alone yesterday trying them on. Well, you've tried other that things is... when you're home alone, so why not wrestling masks? <laughs> Absolutely true. I put wrestling, various wrestling masks Did on. you bring them in? Uh, no, they're still so at my home. home for sexy time <laughs> on the weekend? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 